Hello, and welcome to the Vivolution podcast. Since starting in late 2018, Vivolution has been creating inspiring events for the plant-powered generation. Each episode of this podcast will share with you stories and ideas told by plant-based thought leaders from the Vivolution stage. In this special In Conversation, presenter Venetia Faulkner interviews Naturally Stephanie about her inspiring health and well-being journey and the fitness and wellness community she has built. This talk was recorded at Vivolution Festival 2018. Hello, welcome to Vivolution Festival 2018. I'm Venetia Faulkner, I'm a presenter and a podcaster, and I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by fitness motivation, uh, personal trainer and ab goals, Stephanie Moyer, hello. <laughs> Thanks, don't know if that's the, the case after pizza last night. Oh, it still will be. We had, we had these, um, what are they called? Do you know the, the vegan kind they brought down all these uh, donuts from Edinburgh, which I've never even had, and I live 20 minutes away. Um, donut family, big donuts, like this size. So You love a donut. I just love food. I love I that we're already lie. talking so much about food. Yeah. You're my kind of woman. It's like the reason for life. It is. It is, it is the reason like, for life. There's so many restaurants down here that are so much, just there's just so much choice. Yeah, we're very sport yeah. for choice yeah. here. Before we get on to your favourite vegan foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have one, I just like it all. All of it. mushrooms, hate mushrooms. Really? Yeah, I know, sorry, I do. Do it reminds me of? Sorry, it's going to put everyone off mushrooms, but have you seen the Harry Potter scene? Yeah. Where he's like, eat slugs, and then like slugs fly out. That's mushrooms. No way. <laughs> yes. No. It's exactly what I feel like a mushroom is. On the topic of mushrooms, just quickly, I have to tell you about these mushroom barbecue steaks, things, ribs, mushroom ribs that I had last night at Comptoir V, which is a vegan restaurant in Kensal Rise. I think even you would like them. No, I don't think so. Honestly. <laughs> I don't think I would. Absolutely. I literally picked off like all the mushrooms off a pizza last night as well. I always order a veggie pizza and forget to say no mushrooms. Then it's just like... They're one of my favourite things in the world. There's a big pile of them in the plate. I'm determined to convert you. I'm going to make it happen. No, you're not. I'm just... <laughs> They're okay. so bad. Let us wind sorry, back. mushroom lovers. Yeah, sorry, vegans. Yeah. Um, let's wind back the clocks. Let us hear a little bit about your food journey. So mm-hmm. you grew up in Glasgow. Yep. And what kind of food did you grow up eating? Who was the cook in your family? Were you always mm-hmm. the foodie that you are now? Yeah. You I've always been, yeah. I've always been a foodie. Um, but my mum mainly did the cooking when I was younger, and I grew up as a swimmer, so it was always food like pasta potatoes just because it was quick and obviously like high carb food so I'd come in from school have dinner straight out to like swimming for like two or three hours a night um, so it was it was very much vegetarian I, I went vegetarian or probably more likely pescatarian because um, my mum made me eat fish like once a month because she thought that you had to eat fish um, kind of from about 12 right through to before I went vegan so most my whole teenage years were you know vegetarian or pescatarian um, but it was pretty much eating things like I'll talk you through a day it was a very general what most people eat, but it, I'd probably say it was still relatively healthy. Um, we had like Rice Krispies for breakfast, but I would say I used to drink a lot of milk. But see now, I, I don't understand how I did it. It's so bizarre. I used to eat a lot of eggs as well, and see now when people make eggs, I'm just like, how? Did I consume so many? It's just funny how your taste buds change, it's though. Remarkable, it's not yeah. of like a like a negative attitude towards it. It's more just your taste buds change and what you learn to like. So it was just mostly like rice krispies and milk. And then I was a really fussy child, so my lunch I used to take to school was a dry roll, like nothing on it, with like crisps on the side because I didn't like butter on rolls and I don't like didn't like meat on rolls. I know I'm the worst eater ever. Um, just like really plain, boring food. Um, but I always took like wee fruit pots and cereal bars and stuff like that. And then dinner was always like pastas or baked potatoes, stir fries, homemade soup. So relatively 
probably healthier than normal, but not quite as healthy as, as, say, as I eat now. And I guess kind of probably eating to live rather than living to eat. Like you were kind of eating to fuel your yeah, swimming. Yeah, and it was just whatever my mum had made. I was just like, yeah, cool. Whereas now I'm very much like, oh, what am I going to make for my dinner? And I get really, really excited about I it. I mean, the day is structured around your meal. Yeah, right? pretty much. My whole, yeah. my whole life structured around what am I going to have next week for dinner type of thing. So, um, yeah, and I've always been a sweet tooth person as well, though. Okay. Like, cake is life. Yeah, cake is life. Yes. I agree with you on that. Yes. So, uh, where, when you were doing so much swimming, and I think you used to do a lot of dancing as well, right? When you were younger? Did I dream well, like, like, really, really young. young? Yeah, so, I, I wouldn't even say that. Okay, that's not a thing. I tried, but it was a fail. Scrap so, that. Yeah, uh, I can't dance to save myself. I actually said that yesterday. I was like, I, I can't. I can't dance. Oh. It's tragic. Okay, but swimming you can do. Yeah, well, I don't know if I can do it now, but I, th I can float. You can float. Yeah, I can swim. You're playing yeah, it down. Swim. So yeah. did you did you think that um, swimming was, I mean, you were, did you think you were going to go into a career of fitness? Do you think that was like a viable career option with all the swimming that you were doing? Not really at the time, because when I kind of stopped swimming is when I started university, um, just because obviously uni's just so demanding. You've just obviously studying all the time and all the rest of it. Um, I ended up having to give up swimming just because... They wanted you to be there two or three hours every night, five, six times a week. And I just thought, I just, that's not feasible. Right. Um, whilst being at university. So when I got into uni, I had this mindset of maybe a psychologist. And I kind of thought, when I first started, I thought I wanted to be a criminal psychologist. And then I did a bit of work experience and I was like, no way, I want to be a criminal psychologist. Um, and then it was just kind of finding another form of fitness down the line. So maybe in maybe second, third year of uni um, is where I kind of started getting into the gym, but again, not knowing exactly what to actually do. Right. It was very much like running on a treadmill and being like, what is this? Yeah. Like, I hate running. Says the one that ran a half marathon like two months ago. Amazing. Ill for two weeks. Really? Like, my, my insides and everything were just like, what happened there? It was a disaster. I don't recommend doing a half marathon with no training. Um, but so did you, So your gym started as like half an hour on the treadmill and 50 crunches kind of thing? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Right. And I was like, this is not... Because that's when kind of fitness and everything started on Instagram. It's when people were posting all these like amazing physiques and you were like, how do they do that? Yeah. And you couldn't work out how... And you didn't realise it was weights and like heavy weight training and things and you just thought, no, no, that just makes you a big man. Bulky. Yeah, because that's when I first met my now fiancé, but boyfriend at the time. Um, he was like, yeah, maybe you should try lifting weights. And I was like, no. I want skinny legs, like I don't want manly legs. And he was like, okay. <laughs> we have some work to do. Yes, yeah. So was much. it Marco that got you into training then? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I yeah. feel like I know him. I've never met him. Yeah. Okay, just a, just a stay, I just follow stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And there's, there's, every time I meet people, they they say like, oh, how's your sister? But they say by name, like, oh, how's Sarah? And I'm it like, must be so weird, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's scared. How the heck do you know who she is? Type of thing. But yeah, but you forget that you do share so much that you forget that people. Yeah, absolutely. Know. So I would be the same. So he got you into training. Yeah. And then where does veganism come into all of this? Because you've been vegan for like five or six years now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it'll be six years in May. So when I first. Uh, started going out with Marco, um, I was vegetarian, it was a big long story, when I was going on a first date, I was like, oh, just to let you know, like I'm vegetarian. At well, which like, point did you tell him before the date? Before he even planned it, so we were like texting, nice. also I'd like to say, I just tried to avoid this guy for like six months too, I was like, I'm not interested in you. <laughs> If they pursue you, it's for a good reason. Um, but what was the story? What were you talking you about? You went to your first date. You oh, yeah. 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 So I had to text him and be like, by the way, like, where are we going? Just to let you know, like, I don't eat meat, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. I'll find a good vegetarian restaurant. So that was fine. And then literally within two weeks of us actually being boyfriend and girlfriend, I was like, do you want a veganist? He was like, no. I said, well, I'm going to be it. And he was like, all right, cool. Um, and he was totally fine with it because I, I don't think he really quite 
knew, knew what, what was, was going on. Yeah. But then he was always just fine with it. I think it's just... Um, so he's vegan now, but the first three and a half years, he wasn't, and it was like... But I think, Cause come on, <laughs> but it seemed, from an outsider's perspective, mm -hmm. um, it seemed like you kind of always knew he was going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I did. But at the same time, you, I was very not forceful about it. Right, exactly. I feel like as soon as you're going with like, negativity, people are like, what the heck are you? Like, nah, I don't want anything to do with that. So it was always more of like a lead by example. Mm -hmm. And I remember like obviously doing like gym training and all that kind of thing. And he was like, right, okay. So you can actually like build some muscle, you can still like stay lean. Because at this point he was into all the bodybuilding competitions and stuff. So he was very much like chicken, rice, egg whites, just nothing. Nobody wants to eat that. Even no. people who aren't vegan don't even want to eat that. No. Just like the most boring food. Um, so yeah, like three and a half years later. And then he always, he always said, he was very open to it. And every time I made dinner, I was just eating the same stuff, but having like a bit of chicken on the side or like protein. Um, and then, um, He'd always say, like, yeah, we'll go to vegan restaurants. We went on holidays. Always like, oh, like, there's this place, this place, and this place. We'll go here. So he was always very open to it. But they would always say, but just so you know, like, I'm never going to be vegan. It's like, yes, you are. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, totally. That's, that's totally understandable. I was like, that's fine. And then we used to be talk about, like, oh, what, what, what if we're married and have children and stuff? What about our kids? I know. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just explain, like, how, um, like, yours probably is better, but, like, because I'm a guy, I need to eat differently. And I was like, that's, that's not, that's not right. That's not going to work. But then down the line, we just, he was just, one day he just came over to my house. He's like, I'm vegan, by the way. And I was like, all right. You were like, should I take my clothes off, clothes off now? <laughs> yeah, right I was like, okay. And he's emptied his whole like freezer on his fridge and like given it to his mum and was like, take this away. And I was like, oh, this is for real. Oh my gosh, what a man. Yeah, and then that's why you said yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah. let's kind of rewind a little bit. Did you go mm -hmm. vegan overnight or did you do it gradually? Oh, just overnight. Because I was already vegetarian. Right. So it was more, but to be honest, the thing, because people still, did you ever struggle? I, I always say no, but... The more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, Ben and Jerry's was my, like, I was having a hard time without that. Because I was like, cause at the time there was no vegan ice cream. Mm -hmm. So I was like making like banana ice cream. As much as banana ice cream's great, that's not Ben and Jerry's. No. Let's be honest. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, let's be serious. Um, and yeah, I was just like, right, okay, ice cream's the thing I'm kind of missing. So I was making like so much banana ice cream and then people were like, oh, you're eating too many bananas. And, okay, so this yeah. is because this is, you kind of started on a kind of high carb raw diet. Yeah, it was kind of right? like rottle four, but when I first started, it was more like, yeah, pretty much raw. Is this because you were kind of so, like, I'm, I'm guessing as a YouTuber yourself, you were a fan of YouTube. Oh yeah, so that's how I found out about being vegan was more just like freely. Freely the Banana Girl. Does anyone know who Freely the Banana Girl is? Can we just actually take a second to think about how absolutely bonkers she is? I was going to say that, but I'm glad you said it first. I know, because I'm very aware this is being recorded, but, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, does she not look in, like, the jungle and, I don't know what she does. I stopped following her. I feel like she made veganism, like, the complete opposite of what you want it to be, like, what people think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my grand thinks that's what a vegan is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Every time I say I literally only eat bananas and dates. And lives naked in a forest. And lives like in the forest. Like, but how wonderful because it inspired your yeah, change. Yeah, so I kind of started on the kind of raw thing. I was eating like massive salads and stuff, and I was like, this is not the food I like. Oh, so you're in Scotland. Exactly. <laughs> like, on a Balinese diet. Exactly, yeah. So I was like living this like Hawaiian, you know, Ellen Fisher style, oh, let's eat raw. And I was like, this isn't what this is not happening. Um, and I just was never full. I was eating like all this lettuce, and I was like, I don't, I don't even like lettuce. I don't even eat lettuce now. Um, so it was just kind of coming for that. There was more Roto 4, but then Roto 4 was great for staying slim, but I, what I found was it wasn't good for like muscle building. Mm -hmm. So you could stay skinny 
well, from my from my experience, I felt like I could stay like in a slim shape and was like not putting on fat, but I also wasn't putting on muscle, which is what my goal was. So I wanted to be a bit more athletic looking. Mm -hmm. So then I started changing my macros around and kind of getting more fat and more protein in, um, without being like protein. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's yeah, just like yeah. eating not like a balanced, a more balanced um, split of food, and then that's where we are today. So is that kind of so? It's I guess it all kind of came from self experimentation. Oh yeah. What the macro micro thing? Yeah. Macro macronutrients. Uh -huh. How do you find that easy to? Because I watched one of your what, what I eat in a day, mm -hmm. and you make it look really easy to monitor exactly how many carbs, fats, and proteins. To be fair, I do it very loosely, and I don't do it every day. Right. I just do it like. To be fair, I'm the most boring eater. I eat the same food like five times a week: breakfast, lunch, and dinner, because I just know what I like, and I just I know what works for me, and what kind of keeps me just on track and I kind of train the same things all the time that kind of way but um, tracking food when I first started it because I think people think you have to weigh out every single thing but when I do it now it's just very much like I eyeball and I'm like right. yeah it's roughly this much mm -hmm. and you know, I don't include like spinach because realistically what's actually in spinach um, it's more just like big things I'll be like, like cup of oats or whatever and like tablespoon I don't know how much a tablespoon of almond butter is mine's like five tablespoons <laughs> we just like a tablespoon a cup of almond milk you just like eyeball things just for a rough idea because people always ask to put like macros and stuff in videos um so just do it loosely just how do you feel about because i mean obviously you have a huge following now things have really grown it's got a bit mad it's just fun it's so fun but i'm just like why do people follow me <laughs> like why my sister says it all the time i can't she's like, think why guys she's it's like, not like she's mildly entertaining no it's, or... it's the accent it's <laughs> it's don't awful just for your accent. No, no i mean people don't follow me for oh, the accent right. oh, that's it's... the only thing holding them back from following you that's what i'm gonna say <laughs> i said i've got less followers do you remember <laughs> a moment voice. when it kind of all like because obviously you just started making videos mm -hmm. was there a moment where it skyrocketed or was it just a gradual progression and did you think it was going to be like a long-term career i feel for you? like it's always like peaks and troughs like right now it's like in a trough hence why I was at YouTube yesterday I was like what are you doing to me what is going on um, but it's just yeah there's always like things that, that peak so for example when it comes to January the time because it's like veganuary is that, what, is that how you say it? I feel like I say all words wrong like cacao it's not how you say it's cacao I love how you say cacao cacao and uh, we said something else yesterday that was totally wrong anyway um Veganuary. Oh, veganuary, yeah. So, yeah, peaks like that. And then if I've, if you do, like, collaborations with people or, um, like, I was at YouTube House, what we call it YouTube House, it's nothing to do with YouTube. It's a bunch of YouTubers living in a house um, in LA. That just, like, went up by, like, 20,000 followers in two weeks. So, because everyone's together and you're kind of bouncing off each other. It sounds like Love Island. It's great, but without the drama. Okay, nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't have time for drama. Do you, because, I, I, like, I, obviously, from an outsider's perspective, it looks mm -hmm. really fun. Yeah. But is it also, like, slightly pressurising? It's more... It's just a lot of work, which I don't think people realise. Right. Or people just think that you maybe just do YouTube videos or, like, post pictures on Instagram. Um, but, you know, like, I run a fitness website as yeah, well. Yeah, your vegan aesthetics, mm -hmm. like, community. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Um, yeah, so that's, like, my main job, if you like. If you want to... Yeah, it's, like, my main thing that I focus on most times. It's, like, my biggest kind of project. So I started that um, two years ago because I just felt like there was not an online space for vegan fitness. It just wasn't a thing. People were either vegan or they were into fitness and there was not an, like a mixture of the two. Yeah. Um, so, but I wanted it to be more than just like, like selling like a workout plan. I wanted it to be more like of a community so people could like chat to each other and support each other and all this kind of stuff. So um, we kind of run in 12-week blocks. So it's like kind of like a new year, spring, summer, and then like autumn, winter plan. So it's a different plan like four times a year. Um, and yeah, so you can get like a vegan meal guide and then like a workout plan, but we do a home workout plan and a gym plan. Um, and then they've got like a closed Facebook group, but obviously that's where people 
interact and right. all the rest of it. And then there's a forum on the website as well, but most people just use the Facebook because it's, it's probably just easier to use that. But I love that there's such a sense of community around it. And I think that's kind of like the difference in uh, like a vegan plan like yours, maybe a non-vegan plan, because this is what the Happy Pair was saying earlier. Like, this community is all about community yeah. and that's kind of how there's more something in common with people yeah. rather than just because I know plenty of people sell fitness plans which is, which is great but they, they maybe just because I've downloaded fitness plans in the past where you just like download it and then you're left to your own devices and then that's kind of it and then most people don't actually end up doing it yeah um and, but some people only join for the meal aspect of it, some people only join for the workout aspect, or some people only just like take bits and pieces. So it's some people just join and they just want to talk to people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> each to their own. Um, Do but people yeah. use it for dating? No. <gasps> Ooh, that's the next thing come 2019, vegan fitness dating. <laughs> I don't think, I, how would you do that? How would you set people up? I think I would be the worst person at setting people up. Do you think? Oh yeah, tragically bad. Would you, if we, if, if, if you were single now and you mm -hmm. hadn't met Marco... I don't, how do you flirt? I don't know how you would actually like start again. Marco and I had this conversation last week because one of my friends, she'd been in an eight-year relationship and she just broke up with a boyfriend. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go out and like meet someone. I'm like, how? <laughs> like, how, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to just, like, like, I don't know, approach someone? Or like, what happens? You'd figure it out. Obviously, you no, will never I think need I'd to. Be, I think I'd be so awkward. I do. If, but if you were, hypothetically uh -huh. speaking, yeah. um, obviously when you met Marco, you were like, I'm going to be vegan, and I know you are too, but it's not, it didn't sound like you were like, you have to be vegetarian. You just liked oh, yeah. him and you went just and like, got into a relationship yeah. with him. If you were single now, would you only date a vegan man? Um, I'd probably say no because of when I met Marco, he wasn't vegan, and then he went vegan. Yeah. So I'm like, actually, you're doing a better thing because you're meeting someone that's not vegan, and then you're turning vegan. Yeah. So you made a new vegan. I love that. Rather than just like going with one that's already there. Yeah. I don't think it'd be more fussy. of a challenge. Yeah, more of a she challenge. She a challenge, doesn't I do. she? I like challenge. Yeah. Um, speaking of cha challenges mm -hmm. and motivation, obviously you're a lot of people's fitness motivation. Like they'll use pictures of you to get their that's asses so up in the morning, which must be mad. <laughs> it's just funny. Who motivates you? What's your motivation? Um, you mean in terms of fitness? Yeah. So, I mean. So I'm, I'm, I'm sponsored by Gymshark and all the girls that work with them, they're all just such nice people and I've met them all, well, most of them all personally. And then, you know, sometimes you watch their videos and you think, damn, do you know what? I'm slacking. I need to go and do what you're doing type of thing. Um, but everyone's bodies are so different. I think that's like an important thing as well is that people sometimes message and they'll be like, you know, how do... How, like for example, when I started, I was like, oh, I, I like Freely's body, but I'd like to have like a bit more muscle on it type of thing. But realistically, you're not going to have the same body as someone. Mm -hmm. Even like my sister and I, She's like, oh, see if I start coming to the gym, definitely will like, have like, abs for going on holiday. And I said, like, well, I've been working out for five years, so maybe five years down the line. But also the fact that we store body fat in completely different places. So, for example, I store my fat in my arms and legs, but I've got a relatively lean stomach, whereas she has really lean arms and legs, but holds her fat in her stomach. She right. says, well, actually, we're going to look completely different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in terms of fitness, it's probably more... I just follow a lot of people that are actually... There's not a lot of people I follow that are vegan and fitness because I, I just feel like I still haven't discovered people. Yeah. Um, but it's mostly, yeah, just people that are in the fitness world in general. Like, I just always go on their pages and their videos and I think, wow. As a qualified personal trainer, mm -hmm. um, do you find it frustrating when you see other people online who aren't qualified in what they're talking about to be sharing workouts and telling people how to work out? Not really, because I feel like some people can still be very knowledgeable without having paper, but it's when people just give out like silly advice that is just a load of rubbish, basically. Mm -hmm. That's when you're just like, well, actually, you're going to hurt someone. Or, yeah, that's, that's what more annoys me, more than people that aren't 
qualified because there can be people that are very knowledgeable in all areas of things, um, but just not necessarily have like a bit of paper to go with it. Yeah. Um, so not not so much that, but it's more just when people give out like bogus advice. And in terms of Gym Gymshark, mm -hmm. excuse my ignorance, do you have to be a qualified PT to work for them? No. And your partnership with them, what does it entail? Like, what does it mean working with Gymshark? Okay, so they're obviously like a fitness clothing brand. Yes, no, um, I, I'm aware of yeah, that. <laughs> just in case you aren't. Yeah. Um, but it's more, it's just more um, like on a promotional basis. So they'll send me all their new stuff and then, you know, I see which bits I like and all the rest of it. And then when lunches are coming out or you work out in their clothes, it's more like an advertise, uh, advertising. Yeah. So if you're sponsored by companies, it's more that you're advertising their products for them. But as someone who's obviously like a huge fan of their brand anyway, surely that's just a... Is that a fly? Is that a fly? Was that was your shadow? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Coming to attack you. I'm not. Um, as, <laughs> I, just, I think actually that's a fly. I'll take that back. Um, the flies are all welcome here, guys. Yeah. It's a vegan festival. I know. Imagine, us, imagine us what's, what's it, swiped it and it died. Um, I can't remember I'd what I was saying. The Gymshot thing. Yes. Yeah, surely that's just kind of a dream brand partnership for you. Yeah, because... I remember when they first ma uh, mailed me, I had, I can remember it because it was so clear, um, 50,000 followers on Instagram and they got like a DM and I was like, is that the real Gymshark? Or is that just like a bogus page just trying to kid me on type of thing? And then like I had a phone call with them and all the rest of it. And I remember Marco had always worn Gymshark clothes. And I remember saying to him, by the way, guess what? I've just had a phone call with and I told him, he's like, you're right. I was like, no, seriously. Um, and then same with my protein, like when I started working with them, he's just like, how does this happen? I'm like, I have no idea. I really don't have any clue. Because they're such big brands. And obviously like so many people would like obviously love to work with them yeah. and it's amazing when you do get to work with them and yeah. it's the same when you just get to work with other brands on one-offs on just like collaborations and things and you think oh I've used your stuff for like five years or I've used this or I've eaten this or whatever and you just think it's it's nice when it's more rec you're recognised yeah. um, as they, they like you enough to want to associate you with their, their brand especially when you're vegan exactly like, that's just so yeah. cool so can I tell you a fun fact please because this is fun so I was at a Gymshark event two weeks ago and they booked for a lunch after the event a vegan restaurant called Genesis but nobody knew it was vegan right and I was like I don't know how this is going to go it's either going to go really well or like really not well um, there's only one person that was like why are we going to a vegan restaurant I was like oi <laughs> What do you think you're going to eat? Actually, I did get a bit annoyed because you said it about six times. I was like, what do you think you're going to eat? I was like, they have burgers, chips, like milkshakes, all this kind of thing. She was like, I'm just going to order bread. And I was like, well, that's fine. If you want to order bread, that's fine. Um, but we went and everyone ended up getting this, well, one person ordered this chocolate milkshake. Is this the Genesis in London? Yes. That, right. that chocolate milkshake. If you haven't been, please go. Because it's the best milkshake you will ever have in your entire life. But this one person, this girl next to me ordered it. And she's like plant-based. Um, she doesn't like call herself vegan, but she's plant-based. And she's like, oh my God, it's the best milkshake ever. And I was like, oh, can I try? I tried it. And then she basically passed it around because everyone wanted to try it. Then we ordered like 60 milkshakes. And this place were like cranking out all these blooming Nutella milkshakes. Best thing on the planet. And what about the girl who just wanted to eat bread? I can't really remember what she ate. No, because she was the other end of the table. Yeah, you were like, see you later, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but that, that's not to say an evil way, but I just feel like some people have like a closed mind about it, whereas everybody else is just like, oh, this food is so good. And some people hadn't even had tried a vegan burger before, and they were like, oh, this tastes really, really good. That kind of thing. How do you... Do you see, from from your perspective, are you influencing... I hate the word influencer. I don't like that I'm word I'm sorry. Either. See when people say that you're an influencer, I'm like, no. 
No, I, I know. I just make YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, very much. But it, but actually, do, can you see yourself influencing those other girls that you're with, with brands like My Protein, with brands like um, Gymshark? Do you think like because how if you, the more people in, like, on, from from that level that you can influence mm -hmm. to also go vegan? Yeah, it's more that they get more like um, curious about it. Right. So it's more like I would never say to someone like, by the way, do you not vegan? Like, do you know what that means? Type of thing. Because I just think that's just not the right way to go about it. I wait until people ask me about it. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes we're at events and people are like, oh, so what did you get? Like, what are you eating? And they're like, oh, then they start like kind of asking me more about it and that kind of thing. And then um, you see in their YouTube videos that some of them will start buying like the meatless stuff or, and whether that's because of me or any other reason, you just think, well, you're still, you're seeing, you're seeing it from somewhere. Um, so, but it's, it's good when people ask about it. Because yeah. then if they're the ones asking, they're already kind of curious. Yeah. Whereas if you're just like trying to like slam it down their throat, they're like, well. You can tell in someone's eyes when they want to know about it. Yeah, when they want to know. Yeah. You can just see it. Um, and then in terms of what you do as, uh, for, for a career, do you see yourself like first and foremost as a businesswoman and, on, and an entrepreneur rather than a I, YouTuber? I don't say entrepreneur because I feel like Oh, I mean, that does like really harsh. Like, I don't say entrepreneur. Um, because but, you are, babe. But if I say, I don't, I don't really know how, how that goes. Um, I feel like people who are like, like Richard Branson or something like that, you're like, well, No, you're don't an do yourself a disservice. Um, no, I feel when I first started doing YouTube videos, I remember doing them and then having a blog. And this was when I was at university and I was feeling like I didn't want to do my degree as my job. Still finished a degree and got it. But then um, I was saying to, I remember saying to my parents, like, oh, do you know that people do like YouTube videos and social media and things for a job? And they were just kind of like, like now they're like biggest fans, but at the time they were like, oh no, Steph, <laughs> that's not a job. <laughs> like that's not real. Then maybe they do that for like a year and then it kind of dies away, but it's not like a full long-term thing. Um, so when I started and then when it kind of started growing and growing and then I thought, and I remember I made an ebook um, and all this kind of stuff and um, got sponsorships and things. I was like, oh no, this actually can be so it started off more of a hobby but then you do quickly realize that it can be like a career mm -hmm. if you do it the right way mm -hmm. um so now i totally see it as a business because it is yeah um so yeah and moving forward what kind of direction do you see you and your business going in i would just like to grow like the fitness website mostly just because i feel like people do split the vegan from fitness and I'd rather people seeing that you can do both. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it is dying down anyway, the whole protein myth. People have been like, oh, you don't get enough protein on your diet and, and all that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, that would be like my main focus. I want to grow and expand that in new and fun ways. And you're engaged. <gasps> yes. Which is really exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Are you planning a vegan wedding? So, we spoke... To, it was really funny. I was on a, I had a phone call the other day with... Um, Scottish wedding director of the magazine and they were asking like oh did you find it hard like going to venues and kind of asking them about the meal um, every single venue we went to to check out they were like no that's totally fine we can do that awesome I know and I was like well good because that's what we're doing <laughs> um, so yeah we don't know exactly what we're having yet we're actually going to find that out this month we're going to go and speak to was it wedding planners someday someday at the venue um, and kind of go over the, the menu there nice so, but will the menu be 100% vegan yeah lovely yeah. So, but to so be fair, exciting. most of my family and friends, they all, they all know what we eat. Yeah. So, and they, they always come over for dinner and when it's Christmas time, they're like going to make four of those pies last year rather than one. And there's like all the turkey left, whereas like all my pies are eaten. And I'm like, oh, well, he's kid on it, he's not like it, but actually you do. Um, and then the cake as well, the most exciting part. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to push for three cakes. I'm like, Marco, we need to have all flavours. I don't want just like one. I was like, I want a chocolate one, a vanilla one, like all kinds of flavours. And that will obviously be vegan as well. I have to ask you mm -hmm. about one thing that um, I 
think is just one of the best things that you do. Oh God. Uh, you do a series of YouTube videos based around accidentally vegan oh, yeah. foods. That's good. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what accidentally vegan food, which mm. I'm sure you will do, but in case you yeah. don't, can you explain what they are and what you do with them? Okay, I eat them. But pretty much you go to supermarkets and just buy food, like just food that isn't labelled vegan but just happens to be vegan. So, for example, Oreos. Now, there's a fine line on Oreos. People say Oreos aren't actually vegan because they may contain milk. But, I mean, I've explained this a million times in my videos. But they don't have milk in the ingredients. Do you eat Oreos? I eat Oreos. Cool. We're on the same page. Um, so you pretty much like buy all the food that's not labelled as vegan just to show how easy it is and that people are already eating things that they don't realise. So for example, uh, what was that I was eating the other day? Bourneville, have you had that? Bourneville? Yeah. So good! The best. Have you had the, the orange one? No! Oh god, you have not lived. <laughs> it's so good. So basically they have this, the, the new bar and it's called like orange bits, I don't know. Oh wow! It's like a is chocolate orange. Yeah. It's fab. Put it She's on it. But put it in the you. freezer for 10 minutes first because that makes it so much better. Um, you always have to freeze chocolate. But um, what's the story we're talking about? Accentally oh yeah, accidentally vegan. Yeah. So yeah, you basically buy all these things that just people are already buying and not realising that are vegan. So I did it just at Halloween time there to show what sweets you should you can just give out and then people don't even know that they're, they're vegan. You don't just have to give out apples and pears. Yeah, pretty much. You could give out lotus biscuits bread. Yes, I gave out lotus biscuits and the kids went mad for them. What are, what are, what are your other favourites, your other favourite accidentally vegan foods? Uh, well, see, I'm a chocolate fan. So anything that's chocolate. But I don't like mint chocolate, unless it's mint chocolate ice cream. Yep. I have to be very specific. Because you know you can get like um, those fries creams. Fries. Yep. Disgusting. Yeah. I eat the chocolate round it and I'm like that cream bit in the middle. <laughs> Ugh, I can't. Um, so anything that's chocolate. So, Bourneville, not Bourneville, but bourbon creams. Tesco. Oh! Bourbon creams. Are they vegan? Oh my God, yes. And also plain digestives. No, yeah. plain chocolate digestives from Tesco. So they've got the chocolate the, uh, on them. Tesco own brand. The Tesco own brand Do you ones. work with Tesco? No. You should. I should, I know. You should. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should. How would you feel about doing a quick fire round just to close? A quick what? Quick fire. Okay. I feel like you're the it. quickest person I've ever interviewed in my life. Oh, really? <laughs> so this is going to be the quickest quick fire inter okay. interview well, I've ever done. Is that just like random questions? It's just, I'm going to throw you some words and you have to pick one quick. I've got to pick, what? A word? Okay, go. <laughs> quick fire quick with fire. Steph. Okay. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Breakfast. Tea or coffee? Neither. Fruits or vegetables? Vegetables. Porridge or pancakes? <sighs> Porridge. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Weights or hit? <sighs> Weights. Squats or deadlifts? Squats. Lion or workout? I should say workout, but lion. Pasta or pizza? Pizza. Burgers or chips? Chips. Picky Wops or Genesis? Picky Wops. Cakes or cookies? Cakes. Leggings or jeans? Leggings. Bikini or swimsuit? Bikini. London or Glasgow? <laughs> London. Oh! <laughs> for food, for food. Birthdays or Christmas? Birthdays. Nut butter or maple syrup? Maple syrup. Maple syrup or chocolate? That's not fair. <laughs> chocolate. That was quick five with Steph, that was very good. That was a slow last answer. That's that, mama, yeah, you deserve a cup for that. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a mean question though. I'm sorry. I like both. That's quick five. You have to have chocolate and maple syrup and porridge. Steph. Yes. Thank you so much no for being such thank a you for listening. Thank you so much, guys. Vivolution not only makes talks available on this podcast, but we also film talks at our events. Head over to Vivolution's YouTube channel to catch new talks we are releasing weekly from November's sold-out Vivolution Festival 2018. As always, thanks for listening to this episode of the Vivolution podcast. If you enjoyed this talk, please leave us a favourable review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Till the next time, take care 
and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. 